Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Join Jessica Smith on The Like a Girl podcast, where she defies odds, shares inspiring stories, and empowers women to embrace their inner leaders. Tune in for a transformative journey. So, Will and I are doing this casual thing and just, we're going to see where this goes. And, of course, things start moving fast. And we decide, okay, what are we, what, what are we going to do here? Are we going to be in a relationship or this is getting old it's getting expensive we staying in hotels you know several times a week now it's, it's not making much sense right so we're living in Sunnyvale in the apartment that we moved into when we moved to California and Mia, the other sales director that moved to California with us from Chicago, um, her and I are just driving one day, just kind of, you know, out and about. And we see these open house signs. And this place reminded us, we both said at the same time, like, oh, that reminds us of Melrose Place. So like the outside, the courtyard, very Mediterranean. And we're like, yeah, let's let's just go see. Let's just, you know, see see what it's about. So we pull over, we go in, and turns out that this was... Uh, an apartment complex in Santa Clara that they had taken down all the way to the studs and rebuilt into condos. So some of them were like uh, ours was a two bedroom and a one bedroom unit that they converted into a three bedroom condo. So we just went said, Oh, you know, let's just go, you know, check it out. So, the realtor on site that day, she shows us around and we fell in love. There were two units. When, when you walk in, it was a huge like open courtyard with a pool right in the middle. And there were two units right in front of the pool. One was a downstairs unit. And one was an upstairs unit, both three bedrooms, 1,500 square feet, and they were selling for five seventy five. I want to say this was in like 2007, maybe 2007, 2006. 
And so we were like, wow, this is nice. You know, they're brand new. They have um, granite countertops and um, really open floor plan. Just beautiful. And the location was great. And the realtor is she she's kind of trying to figure out whether or not first of all if we were if we were a couple every time we would go somewhere on the weekends people would think that me and I were a couple cuz we were just kind of casual with our baseball caps on or and so i said wow these are really nice and she's like yeah and the realtor's like um you know are 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 you guys together and we're like no 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 we're not together we you know, just moved here not too long ago from Chicago. We tell her the whole story. And so she's she's trying to kind of, you know, test us out. And now Mia's brother, he did um, mortgages. So he, um, we already had spoken to him before on the possibilities of buying a home. So long story short, I said to Mia, I said, you know what? I said, I think we need to walk around the block and and me and new. I always, when I, when I would tell her, Hey, I, I need to take a moment and I need to get into prayer. I need to get into meditation. So listen, when you talk about someone, um, it didn't matter what I was doing. I could have been in the hotel with Will on Friday in the French quarters at the bar on Saturday. But on Sunday, I was in church on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. I'm praying all day long. This is, this is just what it was. It didn't matter what choices I made. Prayer, prayer, prayer. You're going to keep hearing that because I never stop praying. Every major decision that I make outside, of course, of the, of, of my bad ones. Um, I just always just took it to prayer, took it in meditation, said, let me, let me, let me figure this out. And I remember her saying, you're not thinking about buying this place right now. And I said, yeah, well, why not? So I took a walk around the block. I came back and Mia, you know, she joked and she's like, so what did, what did you hear? And I said, do you like it? She's like, I love it. And I'm like, I love it. And the realtor, she's standing there. She's looking at us like, is this for real right now? Remember, these things are like 575. And I said, listen, I got a good feeling about this. I said, I think that I should buy the first floor unit. You should buy the second floor unit. Let's just do it now. And she's like, are you sure? I said, yeah. I said, my spirit is really telling me that we should do it. We should do it now. And so the realtor, I just, I'll never forget the look on her face. Um, she was like, is she, is she for real right now? And I remember her asking me, uh, do you need to uh, call your husband? And I said, no. And she's like, oh, okay. And we did the contract that day and we both bought those two condos in Santa Clara. Now, fast forward, Mia is still in that condo today. And let me tell you, that was, I'm sure, if she 
if she told you, she would say I'm, that that's one of the best investments that that she made. Um, for us, eventually, it would turn into a rental property where we were doubling our money a month. S- years after that, we would find out that the 49er Stadium would be built just miles from there, that um, there would be a Facebook campus, there would be all these tech companies, and this whole area uh, would really be an area that that was built up really fast in Santa Clara. And of course, the property value shot through the roof. And I want to say the last time I looked it up, it was like, I don't know, 1.5 million, something crazy like that. And uh, yeah, so my spirit told me, right. And so we ended up buying it and we got one of those crazy loans, no money down, interest only. Um, You know, I had over 800 credit score at that time. So it was, um, it was a good decision. Well, right around that time, Will and I decided that it's, it's just time. If we're going to see if this is going to work, let's just move in together. And I then ended up filing for a divorce because technically I was still married at the time and we would plan to get married. So when we talked about it, we were like, okay, do we want to spend all this money on a big fancy wedding? And we both agreed, no. Um, It was important for us to get married by our pastor at the time, uh, Pastor Paul, it was important for us to get married in the church. And we actually got married on Easter Sunday of 2011. And the deal was that at our 10 year, if we lasted 10 years, we would have a destination beach wedding for our 10th year anniversary. And so that was the agreement that we had. Uh, We got married. We lived together in the condo in Santa Clara. And then eventually, of course, it was the only right thing to do for him to then join the direct by family, right? Like that's, 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 that's what we do. And that's where I spend most of my time. So if, if we're going to see each other, which even when he started working at direct by, uh, we didn't, we didn't see each other at work, but, um, so he would eventually start working at direct by in the warehouse and become part of the direct by family. So, at this point, like think things are good, right? Like I'm making good money. We bought this, um, we bought this condo, and um, I, I'm 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 feeling good about about this decision, right? And I'm just, as it's almost like you're 
expecting like it's too good to be true, right? Like something, some so, something has to uh, go wrong just because it always does. So I hate to say that I, you know, because first of all, when you think like that, it's almost like you have to ask yourself, is this self-sabotaging, right? Because you're expecting the worst instead of expecting the best. And, um, but, but things are going good and so much so that he has the opportunity to, you know, kind of have a little side hustle with direct buy. So there was uh, direct buy people were remodeling, refurnishing, redecorating their homes. They would order the merchandise from the manufacturers. And in many cases, it was delivered to our warehouse. And at that time, in the beginning, we would sub out delivery or installation or setup to a third-party company. Well, the owners were like, well, well, there's probably an opportunity here to um, offer this third-party service in-house. So at the time, Will and Caro, the other warehouse guy, would start doing deliveries and setups on the side to make some extra cash. And it ended up being, you know, really good. Now, because Mark provided the truck, there was that cost. So they didn't get to keep all of the money. So uh, eventually Will's like, well, wait a minute, you know, instead of having to, you know, pay Mark part of the money that we're making, it would make more sense if I had my own truck and then I can keep all the money. So we invest in a pickup truck. He starts doing the deliveries on his own on the side. And between that job, which was really a second job because he would get off of work and then go do these uh, deliveries at the end of the night, it was like working two jobs. But it ended up being really good money. So we're both making money. We're, we're spending money because we are, you know, going away on the weekends. We are, you know, take, taking trips. And we are also saving money. So, you know, one of the things that really attracted me to Will was that, well, first of all, that's the obvious, right? The first thing that usually attracts us to anyone is you look at someone and you're attracted to them, right? So outside of the physical, this is someone, and, and maybe this is has always been my um, attraction to bad boys, and that is he understands where I come from. He understands the struggle. And I always had this, I don't know if you want to call it a, a, a fantasy, but it's, it's someone that knows the struggle, someone who is 
from where I'm from and like myself, they just need one shot. I just need one shot, Lord. Just give me one shot and I'll never look back. And someone that I can partner with that has the same motivation and the same grit and the same hustle. And that's, that's, that is what I saw. And here's the thing. I have a very low attention span. So for me, it's very telling in the very beginning. So is it, it's like, okay, is this, is this, is this man going to work as hard as I'm going to work? And yes, he did. He worked harder. Is he going to see opportunity what's in, when it's in front of him? Yes. Does he have the desire to set big goals? Does he have big faith? And so I saw a lot of these things and I was really optimistic. I mean, we used to, in the beginning of our relationship, you know, I shared my story. His story is very similar in terms of, you know, how he grew up and where he was from. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know, his dad and, and his past, very similar to my dad. And so there was a lot of things that we could really relate to. Um, he made me laugh. He still makes me laugh. That's a, that's a great quality and uh, something that I really enjoy. But we would sit back and we would just dream big and we would set goals and I shared with him the things that were taught to me and my goal was to really um, inspire him and and, and 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 sell him if you will on this man together like look what I've done just with the help of God, just me working hard by myself. Imagine if both of us worked hard and set goals and and did these things. So I remember we used to, so for example, like New Year's, we don't make New Year's resolutions. Like we just sit and we talk about like how did I grow as an individual? How did you grow as an individual? How did we grow as a unit? And these are things that we talk about every year. And those things started in the beginning of our relationship. And so that was like a big part of, okay, 
I could, this, this is something I could do long term. So, but there was always that piece in the back of my head of, all right, um, what's wrong? And when you talk about the crazy, insecure, jealous, I mean, I was bad. Checking phones, checking wallets, pants. I, 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 I was, I was bad. I, I don't even know how in the world he put up with that because it, it, I was bad. It was awful, and it's, and it's, you know, when I think back to that behavior, it's, it's, it's draining. It really is. It's 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 draining. Um, it takes a toll on you. And and I allowed my past relationships. I brought a lot of baggage into that relationship. And uh, I don't know. I I don't know how he dealt with it, but he did, and we we made it through. So we finally, we had a goal. And our first, I would say, big goal together was we want to own a second home. Now, remember, it's already for, for many people, um, how many people live in, in, in die in California their whole life and they never uh, reach the dream of home ownership. So our first big goal and dream together was we have this condo and we want another property. And first and foremost, I had to sell him on tithing. So that was, that was, that was, I would say, the first time that I really realized that um, maybe there was a big difference of beliefs. And these these things matter, right? They can make or break a marriage or a relationship. And he grew up in the church and had a strong foundation of faith. However, what I didn't know is that a lot of those experiences were not the best experiences and he carried those in with his baggage into the relationship. Now, this is going back to my first mother-in-law I talked about before how she was um, one of the biggest gifts of that marriage, so much so that I believe that um, knowing her and having her in my life in that season was the reason for that marriage. And one of the things that, and this is going back to, um, she went to a uh, Pentecostal church in Kentucky. And she taught me about tithing. And she broke it down to me. And really, truly, like my 
understanding of it was really like, well, it's kind of like donating money, whether it's to the church or people donate in different places. This is just a donation um, to the church and giving is never a bad thing. So I think that's how I thought about it before I really understood the scripture behind it. And I think my takeaway was that I felt so convicted for all of the things that I had done or that I was doing. It just seemed to be an easy thing to do, especially when I didn't have a lot of money, I didn't make a lot of money. And for some people, parting with any money when you don't make a lot of money is harder. But for whatever reason, it was an easy thing for me to do when I listed out all of the commandments or all the sin or what have you. And the more I learned about it, the more it just became something in my heart that I wanted to do. So very early on, I'm talking 1998, you know, making $6, $4, whatever it was an hour, I decided that I would be a lifelong tither. That if God blessed me, and gave me that one shot that I prayed for. If he allowed me to be a manager of money that I can make, that I can earn an honest living, that I would do that for the rest of my life, every paycheck. And I went on that journey and and let me tell you it did get to a point when remember I said it was easy because I didn't make a lot of money well the day came when that check was six thousand seven thousand eight thousand that's for whatever reason was hard to start adding the zeros to those checks that I was writing out. So when we begin to talk about our big dream of owning these two homes, I said to him, and let me add, we're we're living together, our money is separate. We're married, our money is separate. It wasn't until after we were married that he even knew how much money I made. I mean, this is kind of, talk about guards. How how do you live with someone or marry someone and your guards are still up? that's, That's what it was. And I remember when he did finally, um, find out. And it was our, our pastor that said like, 
Y'all got to get it together. This makes no sense. You can't join and be one, but be separate. That just doesn't, that's, that's not going to work. That's not going to make, that doesn't make good sense. And I remember him being, <laughs> he was mad. He was like legit hurt. Like, are you kidding me? Like, I am working these two jobs, this back-breaking work, and you made, you're making all this money, and I'm paying half of these bills? And I'm like, I, I, don't, I don't see the problem. Obviously, you know the cars we drive, you know we're shopping in Louis Vuitton stores, we're going to Hawaii on the weekends, like... Uh, the money had to be coming from somewhere. And he just, he was like, I, I'm out here saving and saving and saving to buy you a, you know, Louis Vuitton for your birthday. And you was made, like, he's paying for nice dinners. And basically, he felt with the amount of money I made, I should have never let him pay for much of anything. And I guess I understand where he was coming from. But from my point of view, I just wanted to make sure that he wasn't taking advantage, that I wasn't being stupid. So I think, again, all of that baggage from previous relationships, I just wanted to make sure that, you know, I was always one step ahead. And one of the ways that I protected myself in that area is I just thought he should work hard, carry his own weight, and he did. He never questioned anything. But when we made the decision to work as a team, as one with our finances, we were really blessed immediately. I think the first thing for us was really accountability. We both knew what was coming in, what was going out. We agreed what a big purchase was and that we would discuss buying anything. I don't remember with them. I think it was like we set an amount like, okay, anything that's like, over $200 is a big expense and, and we'll discuss or whatever it was. But it was all new territory for both of us because neither one of us had ever been in a situation where we were sharing a bank account with someone. So it was different. Thank you for tuning in to another insightful episode of Lead Like a Girl. We hope you found today's podcast valuable. If you enjoyed our podcast, please consider subscribing and leaving a review on your preferred platform. Your feedback is crucial in helping us continue to provide high quality content. If you found the content inspiring, we would like to encourage you to share this podcast with your network. Stay tuned for more inspiring stories and leadership insights on Lead Like a Girl. Until next time, lead with passion and purpose.